Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jarowitz. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the June podcast. Wow, it's been a great, very interesting month. I've got lots of things to tell you, but this time, I'm going to focus on some myths about real estate. I want to just get things clarified because there's this uh, conventional thinking that's out there, but is it really true? For example, there's a book that says real estate agents care more about themselves and their commissions than they do about their clients. Now, that one's a shocker to me, and I want to dispel that myth right away. The second one is that the market is so slow that buyers can take their time and offer less. Well, I'm going to tell you what's really going on in the real estate market. Some people believe that if they hire a real estate agent to sell their house, they should give them a shorter listing period rather than a longer one say 60 days or 90 days, and most agents want six months to a year. So who's right in that? Who wins on that one? And then should you use a sold sign when your property does finally sell? And in the marketing of the property, should you hold an open house? Those are all the questions we're going to answer today. So let's start right at the top. There's a book that says real estate agents care more about themselves and their commissions than they do about their clients. And to to prove that, they have a statistic that shows that agents sell their houses for more money than they do their clients. And so what they're saying is that when they're working with their clients, they tell their clients, you know, this, this low offer sounds good to me. Why don't you just take it? And they would never do that to themselves. But is that really true? Well, an agent to be in business for more than five years has to do such a good job that their clients recommend them to others. There is no way an agent can take that same energy that it does to start their business and keep it going through their entire career. To start your business, as you know, you've got to go tell everybody that you're now in the business and you have to really, really work diligently to meet new people and get them convinced that you're the person for the job. After a period of a few years... Those people start to refer people to you if you do a very good job, and you develop this clientele so that after a period of time, you have this steady stream of people coming. Now, if you cheated people and made sure they didn't get the best, would they recommend you? You know, it absolutely makes no sense. So how is it possible then that the statistics shows that the real estate agent sells their house for more than their clients? Well, what these fancy statisticians don't understand is human beings. When an agent works with a client, it's the client that makes the decision as to what price and what terms they're going to offer. It is not the agent. The agent can make recommendations to the client, but the client makes the decision. And there's where the myth is. It's uh, the client doesn't always listen to the agent's recommendations. You know, the agent says, uh, I would list it for $300,000, and the client says, no, that's too low for me. I want to do it for three twenty. dollars and uh, the agent, the agent, you know, works it out with them and says, "Well, after a period of time, if it doesn't sell three twenty, would you be willing to adjust closer to three hundred? And the client says, "Yes." So, under those terms, the agent takes the listing, believing that eventually reality will prevail and the the property will sell. Uh, but that doesn't always happen. You know, it doesn't always happen like the agent thought. Had the client taken the agent's advice and put it at 300000 he might have gotten his uh, a better buy than had he uh, listed it for three twenty and waited and then got down to three ten and waited and got down to three hundred. and by that time, the market might have gotten away from them. Sometimes, if the client listens to the agent, especially an experienced agent's advice, they'll be better off in the long run. And that's what these statisticians don't understand, is that 
clients make the decisions, and they're not always the right ones. And so sometimes things don't work out, and the client gets a little less. Whereas the agent, when he's selling their own house, takes their own advice, <laughs> lists it at the right property, and takes the right offer. So I, I think that that is misleading, and I just wanted to uh, put an end to that thinking right away. Now, here's the other myth that I think is of interest. They say that the market is slow, therefore I'm in demand. The buyers are saying, I'm in demand, and therefore I can take my time and looking at properties, and when I find one, I'm not going to offer full price. I'm going to offer less than full price because I'm the buyer, and this is the buyer's market. Well, let me tell you what's really going on, if, if that's the, the thinking. Yes, uh, I have to say, overall, it's true. The media is reporting correctly. It is a buyer's market. Right now, there's 8,200 houses for sale in Sacramento County. 2,200 of those went into escrow over the past 30 days. I'm using rough numbers now, nothing specific. 2,200 homes went into escrow. So that shows you that, you know, one out of every four sells every 30 days. So clearly, it is a buyer's market. The sellers are having a tougher time. There's 6,000 uh, sellers out there who didn't sell their home this past month, who wish they had but didn't. Uh, 1,200 actually closed escrow. So 8,200 for sale, 1,200 actually closed escrow. You can see it's clearly a buyer's market on the whole. But let me just move you over here to the REO side of the, of the equation. One out of every four homes for sale is a bank-held repo. Um, 68% of all the houses that went into escrow, or about 1,500 of them this past 30 days, were bank-held repos. So almost 70% are repos. And um, let's see, 67% actually closed escrows of the ones that did close. So out of 1,200, about 850 closed escrow and those 850 were bank-held repos, so that represents about 67% of the market. Now, here's what's really going on. When a buyer wants to buy, what do they tell their agent? I want to buy full retail? No, they say, I want to buy one of these wholesale bank-held repos. Okay, so you go find a great bank-held repo, and there are some very nice buys. Uh, I'm amazed at how many homes are held by banks under $200,000 asking price. And for a lot of people, that's the same as rent. Their payment is about the same as they were paying at rent. Why rent when you can own for about the same money, and maybe even less if you take the tax considerations into account? So here's the problem. So there's a great bank-held repo. Uh, do you think you're the only person that figured that out? No, there's lots of other people that figured that out, and that's the part that's really interesting. Uh, one day I was showing property this past month, and I called the agent and said, how many offers do you have on this property? And his answer was 20. I have 20 offers on this property. It was a very good buy. You know, it just was. It was a very good buy, good neighborhood, nice house, and uh, 20 offers. Now, let me ask you, does that sound like a buyer's market or does that sound like a seller's market? You know what the sellers are doing? They're saying, well, okay, uh, all you people that uh, submitted offers, submit your highest and best offer and we will pick one. We won't even negotiate. There's no point in negotiating. Just send us your best offer. We'll pick one that nets us the most money, and that'll be it. And so you have to jump through all these hoops. You have to be pre-qualified by this particular lender. And so everybody does all these things, and the house sells. But, I mean, the odds of you buying the great buy are getting smaller because the competition is so intense. So let me ask you a question. Did that house sell for full asking price, or do you suppose it sold for more? And the answer is it sold for more than full asking price. Even the trashier houses are selling for more than asking price. Why? It's because they're the best deals in town. So 
all the buyers want the best deals in town. So is it really a buyer's market or is it a seller's market? It's a buyer's market if you look at the picture overall, but it's a seller's market if you're focusing on the better REO buys. So keep that in mind. This is not a time to be procrastinating. If you want a good buy, you have to go for it, give it your best shot at the beginning, get your financing lined up, uh, and offer some things that maybe others aren't offering, maybe a little quicker close, a shorter inspection period. Um, a good down payment versus 100% financing also is music to the seller's ears. And I'm beginning to start to see some cash transactions now where people are paying full cat, cash, not even going to the bank. They're, they're writing a check for the house. I'm thinking, wow, you know, I haven't seen this in a long time. But even that's starting to happen. Imagine competing with that. That's going to be challenging. So keep that in mind. It, it's it's uh, not a buyer's market. It's a seller's market when it comes to the good buys. And it's a little different twist on what you've probably been hearing. Now, here's the other one. Should you offer an agent a shorter listing period when you're selling your home rather than a longer one? And the thinking is, well, if this agent only knows he's got 60 days, he's going to put give it his, his all to sell the property. If the agent only has 90 days, they're going to give it their all to sell their property because the 90 days will be up quickly. The downside to doing this, that, that does sound logical, uh, but the downside to doing this is the the agent has to make a business decision. The business decision are what are the odds of me selling this property because I'm going to pay for all the marketing costs, my energy, my time, my company's reputation is all going to be on the line marketing this property. Is it worth my while to do all this work and then it not sell in the 90-day period, especially now that homes in general are taking longer to sell? So a lot of agents won't go for short listing periods. In fact, that's a kind of a turnoff to the agent. Uh, what would be better would be to have a long listing period, longer listing period. And I'm thinking in this marketplace, it's got to be six months or better to give the agent a good return on their time. And, of course, if you're not happy with the agent, then uh, some agents offer a, a, a way to uh, undo the listing. But I think most agents, even if there's no cost to that effect, they don't want an unhappy client. So I think that the uh, shorter listing period thinking, while it might work, psychologically it doesn't work from a business standpoint so you have to shop around and look for agents and 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 ask them you what's your logic about the long listing period and and why do we have to have it and what are you thinking on these matters and and reason it out rather than jump to a conclusion like that should you use a, a sold sign on a property boy that has been going on for decades the the sold sign it has uh, uh, you see that in commercials? You see a person, you know, an agent, happy couple, and they put the sold sign on the uh, on the signpost, and everybody's happy and that sort of thing. But the downside of putting a sold sign is that, that people will stop calling about the house. I mean, when they drive up by a house that has a sold sign on it, do you do you call on it? No, you say, well, that one's gone, so I'm going to go pursue another one that's available. In the meantime, you don't know what's going on in the escrow. The escrow might be having troubles. The escrow falls apart, and maybe there could have been a, a backup offer that has come from someone else who might be interested. Wouldn't it be great, wouldn't it be in the, the client's best interest for the agent to line up several uh, 
potential interested people so that if one falls apart, there's another one that will step in and take over. Well, that would be the goal. And I think the soul sign doesn't work that way. And so a lot of agents, I think, are picking up on that. Um, I've noticed that the instead of the word soul, they use a, a sign that says it's too late or pending sale or something to that effect. And then there's a growing number I'm, I'm seeing all across the county who don't use any sign at all. I'm one of those. I don't use a sold sign uh, because I want the interest to continue in the property and hopefully get a backup offer. It's just something to think about. Now, if you know, you're know you at the part of the escrow where you're like 90% sure it's going to close, then maybe you could put a sign. I'd be okay with that. But to put it on early in the transaction when there's still a lot of contingencies that have to be handled, I don't know. I think that's a little risky, uh, especially since some many transactions are falling apart today for various reasons, including tight credit and other things. Should you hold an open house is the final myth. Uh, most people believe that to properly market the house, you have to hold it open. Uh, but according to National Association of Realtors Home Buyer Survey, that is the least effective, fewest buyers ever bought a home from an open house in any of the other marketing methods that are available to real estate brokers. Uh, in fact, one other research I saw said that less than 1% of all buyers ever buy the open house that they saw. 8% might come to an open house, but less than 1% would ever buy an open house that they saw. So why would you kick the clients out of the house and put the agent at risk sitting there all alone? I don't know. That just doesn't sound good to me. So I, I don't recommend open houses as a way of marketing. There's so many other ways to get qualified buyers into the house. That I don't know if that is uh, the safest one. However, there are a lot of people who still do that, and you still hear anecdotal stories of people who bought the house that they saw open. But I, I think that those stories, by and large, are very, very tiny. So those are my feelings. Uh, agents don't put the, uh, put themselves ahead of their clients. The market is not a, a buyer's market when it comes to the well-priced properties. It really is a seller's market right now. Shorter listing periods don't don't work uh, to motivate agents. It just doesn't help them with their business policies. And uh, I don't recommend a sold sign. I don't recommend open houses. So that's the way it is. So thank you very much uh, for hearing our our podcast this month. If you have any questions. My company telephone number is 682-6454 in the 916 area code, 682-6454. Our website's homerocketrealestate.com. So grateful that you chose to, to listen to us today. You can give us a call if you have any comments. Uh, you can also email us. Uh, my email address is david at find, F-I-N-D, great, G-R-E-A-T, homes, H-O-M-E-S, findgreathomes.com. Thanks again for listening. This is David Jurowitz, real estate broker, hoping that all your real estate transactions are profitable. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jurowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.